Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Gambling! That's right, brother. We just want to say, just start this podcast, dude. Oh, God. The Jumpman Podcast is inclusive of all ethnicities. And if you're gay or transgender or you're black or white, brother, we're totally cool. We love all our fans, dude. Oh, poor Hogan. <laughs> poor everybody. Well, you know, I, I, yeah, I put this out to the Facebook fans. I said, you know, everybody... Um, when when the inevitable sex tape comes out in eight years, and uh, you catch me saying racist stuff on it, please don't spread it on the internet. And and, and one of the maniacs said, "No promises." Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> see that that's the whole thing. We started this podcast so we could get famous enough to make sex tapes. E. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody would watch a free stream of it. <laughs> they would totally watch me, brother. Well, only if you did, like, wacky wacky stuff. You know, like, Wait. if you had some B-list actor doing push-ups or something. No, man, I just have three chicks in there. Yeah, on a, ju- <laughs> on a jungle gym. The wooden, the wooden yeah. jungle gym. Yeah, with the Easter bunny. <laughs> Big old dragon dildos. All, all right, saying. so now that we've lost most of our audience, <laughs> uh, what did you want to talk about today? I actually did not see. I was hoping to catch a screening of Pixels. Before this, uh, before today, but it it, it didn't uh, it didn't come through. I'm gonna have to. Hopefully, it'll still be in the movie theater next weekend. Doubtful, but maybe I'll yeah. be able to catch it then. That's that's quite all right, Eric. I think there are enough reviews on the internet right now, mostly hate that uh, we just be like adding like a bag full of gas to the fire. You know, we just like see, jumping on the bandwagon. Here's the thing. Obviously, I grew up in the age of good Sandler movies. Right. And I will admit, this last decade, they have not been that good. Right. But the problem is, when everyone reviews a Sandler movie, they review it knowing that he used to be funny. Mm. So it's, it's, almost, it's almost not fair. You have to readjust your Sandler calibration. Mm. So don't go in thinking like, oh, this isn't as good as Happy Gilmore. Well, no shit, it's not. Yeah. If they had cut the Pixels trailer without Sandler in it at all, mm. and people saw that trailer... They'd be clamoring to go see it right now, but they see Sandler in it and they're like, "Oh, jeez, yeah, you know." Yeah. Like the best thing Pixels could have done was to cut the trailer without Sandman. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I haven't seen the movie, but maybe the best thing they could have done was cut his character from the movie. But no, and I, Kevin James, I, and basically everybody recast, uh, yeah. rescript, recut. So yeah, that's see, all we're asking the, for. The movie gets made with Sandler. But unfortunately, if, if only it could have been like his production company and not him, if they could have just put a bunch of like no names in there. I'm going to keep Josh Gad, obviously, and keep uh, Peter Dinklage. Sure. Just add two other people. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Andy Sandberg is basically Adam Sandler 2.0, so throw yeah. him in there. All right. So, so well, enough talk about this since I didn't actually see it yet, but uh, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I want to I do a PSA about stretching. If you haven't stretched today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's and we're time. not just and we're not just talking about your dick with your right hand. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. We're talking about non-mandatory stretching. So um, I've been feeling like crap for the last week, man. It's been like real tough, man. I'm just having some issues with my body, and uh, finally, <laughs> I, I googled, you know, like does yoga help with back pain? Click. Uh, uh, you know, you know, DDP would say it does absolutely dude actually hey that's what really got me thinking like oh maybe i could actually do something because tdp yoga it seems like they're like yo it's not yoga for the people it's yoga for the 
for the men, okay? Yeah. If you're like, if a man's man, like, you know, DDP can bring people back from the brink of cocaine-induced death, uh, let's say, yeah. like Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, it could probably do for me, too. So, no, actually, I just Googled, um, uh, like, uh, top 10 stretches for mothers, new mothers, because I've been picking up babies left and right, two-year-old, 10-week-old, mm. you know, and... Uh, God, and, um, yeah, and like magic, like my body actually responded to stretching. So if you haven't stretched and you're feeling like, God, what's this awful pain that won't go away? Uh, you should try uh, Googling that, man. It might just work for you. I'm nah, just putting fuck it out that. There. Nah, fuck that. Here's what you got to do. All right, go through your neighborhood. It helps if you've just recently moved, mm. like from Philly to the West Coast or something. <laughs> Find like an Asian war veteran, okay? Mm-hmm. And then just call him Mr. Miyagi, even if he doesn't like it. And just have him do his, his healing technique on you. It just involves clapping. Oh, yes. And then <laughs> rubbing his hands together until the friction makes them warm. And then he just, just puts them on your pain spot. And then, I mean, I'm guessing like 20 seconds later, you're good to go. I'm, I'm pretty sure he just pinched his balls. And Daniel suddenly was like, ah, and jumped right like, up. I will go fight injured rather than lay on this table with you. My mom is not around. What is going on? Right. Wax on your penis. Yeah. That's a different karate kid. Can you imagine? Like, all right, you know you know in Karate Kid, he teaches them all the stupid thing. Right. Wax off, wax off. He teaches them how to paint the fence. Yeah. And then what's paint the last house. one? Well, you, uh, sand the sand the deck. Sand the deck. Okay. So now and then and then Daniel's one gets all pissed. He's like, You didn't teach me any karate. And then all of a sudden, like uh, Miyagi attacks him uh-huh. and has and has Dan- and Daniel's son uses those three techniques. Right. Can you imagine if Daniel's son was some dipshit teenager that had no idea what was coming? <laughs> Miyagi would have just laid him out so bad. <laughs> Paint the fence, boom! Like puts his nose right through his brain. Uh. <laughs> Sand the floor. Ah! My fingers. Ah! Cracked my ribs. <laughs> What's up? Oh man. Yeah, what, 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 what if he didn't work? What if he was like, Sandra Zedeko, and Danielson just like stared at his phone the whole time? You know, like, yeah. he's like, oh, these fucking kids, I'll never learn karate. He's like Googling karate. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit, man. Yeah. But yeah, because in, in that one, in that one, one scene, Dan, uh, Miyagi attacks him, and Danielson uses the moves he's learned. Right. But I mean, you know, we'll all admit that was pretty lucky. So that would have been awesome if he was just like, huh? And just got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> dude, well, dude, that totally, uh, that totally happened in one of the drunken master movies with Jackie Chan. Is he finally, yeah. like, relents to learn the drunken style. And there's, like, eight styles, and they all have, like, names. But he doesn't yeah. want to learn the girl style because he's like, mm, it's too prissy. I'm a big man. And then mm. he gets attacked by the master, and he's like, uh, I forget what, what style it was. But it was, uh, it's like the prostitute style. Nice and, and like yeah, and he and he tries and he tries to like do it, but he he didn't learn, it, and he's like, that's the only style that can defeat Thunderleg, Jackie Chan. Don't you understand? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I didn't learn horror. <laughs> Cup of the balls. Damn he's it. like, oh fuck, oh oh god. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he cracks Thunderleg's balls in half with this like. um I don't know what you call it, like the uh, oh, like the walnut crack. Like they, they always like like show him like doing the move and then like smashing his fingers together, and you see like walnuts like cracking. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really on point for like these are your testicles. Ah. So what else you got to talk about today? Zero. Zip, I got some stuff. I got 
I got a topic. All right. All right. So two weeks ago, DC announced that the Green Lantern movie in 2019 or 2020. Wow. It's going to be, I mean, why even announce it now? But anyways, uh, they announced that it was going to be Green Lantern Corps. Right. And of course, we were pumped. Yeah. Because we're like, awesome. We don't need like origin stories for one dude. We don't need a shitty movie again. And if it's a Green Lantern Corps, it's probably going to happen a lot in space. Or at least there's going to be like a ton of lanterns. Yeah. You know, I... Just to pause for a sec, like Comic Con and uh, what you call and E three were just like everything the fans wanted all at once. There were like no disappointments. Yeah, get the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah. So, um, but we didn't cast the movie yet. Oh. Obviously, if it's Green Lantern Corps, there's at least three or four Earth Lanterns, right? So here we go. It's time to cast them. Okay. All right, first of all, Hal Jordan. I know that Chris Pine is rumored to be Hal Jordan. Okay. But in my opinion, they got the wrong Star Trek actor. <laughs> what you really need is Carl Urban. Yeah. Uh, judge Dredd needs to judge the galaxy. <laughs> no, they always talk about, you know, the real Hal Jordan. He's got, like, the strongest will. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, like, no-nonsense guy. And then Ryan Reynolds, they made him, they made him like, a joke of a dude. Yeah. Like this is not this is not Hal Jordan, hmm. you know. This is not a tough dude. This is like I'm gonna crack a joke and doubt myself. All movie ridiculous. Yeah. So can you imagine Carl Urban playing Hal Jordan as Green that. Lantern? So he so he's taking on Sinestro and he's like, Sinestro used to be one of us. You are not the law. I'm the law. That'd be so awesome. I mean, but think about it. It's like like if you know. I mean. Think about it. You harness willpower. Mm. Who's got more willpower than Carl Urban? Hell yeah. Dude is like overflowing with it. Like no one's going to beat his power ring, dude. No. Like if, you, if you're saying that someone that's tough and it's like space cop, lead all the other lanterns eventually, that's mm-hmm. the guy you want. Absolutely. And if you, if you need his hair brown, dye it brown, jerks. But uh, <laughs> it's Carl Urban. I think that'd be perfect. And since he's a little bit older... You could just play it like he's already been a lantern for a couple of years, because then you can bring in like a Kyle Rayner or someone into this movie, and that's that's the audience's way in. You've already got Hal Jordan, tough dude, and he's mentoring the younger lantern. Love that, and then just have Guy Gardner as comic relief. Well, no, here we go. I'm getting to this. I okay, got him all. Okay. All right. Next one, John Stewart. Mm. There's only one guy that could be John Stewart. Uh, Michael Jai White. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. It's agreed. gotta be. It's gotta be. Can you imagine? That's gotta be the ultimate John Stewart Lantern. Yeah. He's like, hold on, hold on. Let me turn my ring off and just whoop your ass with my hands and feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. even need. You know, like every Lantern's problem is like, oh, I'm out of battery mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. left my battery up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Jai White is like, I didn't even charge it. I didn't even bring it. I only needed to breathe in space. Wow. That's it. Michael Jai White would just. Rule and because you know, like John Stewart, he was like a military guy. Mm-hmm. That I could believe. You know, some of those, some of the people you might cast in there. I know Tyrese Gibson mm-hmm. really wants. He's in all the Fast and Furious movies. He's just right. begging to be John Stewart. Well, he's I, begging to get anything really. That's true. I'm not, and I could see Common as it, but I think Michael Jai White would be awesome. Cool. So, next up, Guy Gardner. This is a controversial choice hmm. because. You got to get a guy that's, you know, kind of a butthole. Right. And I don't know if this guy, if, if the fans would say he's not quite big enough or stocky enough to be it, but I would go with, um, 
shoot, the guy's I would go with Stifler. <laughs> Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Perfect. It's controversial. He doesn't look anything like Guy Gardner. Who cares? But I think you could bring like the attitude. Give him a bowl cut, and that's all he needs. Yeah, you really do. Just kinda ugly him up a little bit. And I think he's gained a little bit weight. He's older now. There you go. But um, you know, I think he could be your guy Gardner. You know, he's kind of a punk and stuff. Like I think Sean William Scott would totally work in that. And he would bring the comic relief for sure. Well hang hang on a second. If we got if we have Stifler as Guy Gardner, maybe we need to recast John Stewart as uh Dwayne Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Can't, bring can't back. do it. He's nope. already black Adam. Ah can't use him. Mm. I mean, Michael Jai White has already played a DC villain, too, but only in the TV show in, like, uh, Green Arrow or something. Yeah, who cares? So that doesn't count. They've already established that those two things are different. So yeah, he played, like, Gold Tiger or Tiger Claw <laughs> or something, <laughs> something whatever. Yeah. Um, Color, animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those would be my three. I mean, I know that you've still got Kyle Rayner, and then who's the latest guy? Like, Shabazz? I... I if it ain't oh. Larfleys, I don't care. Okay, so I mean, so I think you got those three. I don't, I don't think you need two more Earth Lanterns. No, well, 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 hang on a second. This is like a total sausage fest. You need at least one hot alien babe to be slightly empowered and whoop ass and well, talk I mean, to people about not men for half a second. Well, I mean, you do. There is that. There's a couple of female lanterns. Like, there's one that looks human. But it's not. She's like always wears like a, a short white dress for some reason in space. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really think of who he is. I don't know. Hey, if you wanted to recast it, that'd be fine with me. If you want Kyle Rayner to be Kyla or Kay- Kayla Rayner, mm-hmm. that'd be fine. All I'm saying is, get, you know, you know give, give the lady something. You know, throw in a Star Sapphire, maybe. Star Sapphire would be fine. Hal Jordan's girlfriend. Why then a mortal enemy. That'd be totally fine. He's like, yo, baby, I got to go to space. And she's like, F that, I'm going too. Yeah. Oh. like, I'll see you up there. It's cold in space. You're going to get blue balls. And he's like, well, if it's cold, then why are you wearing like a negligee with the, <laughs> the purple belly button gem? It's like my, my ring is powered by sex appeal. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking already like that would be cool. And, and for Sinestro... The same guy from 2011. Yes, don't change it. Don't mess he it up. He was so perfect. I mean, they already asked him, like, yo, do you want to be Sinestro? And he's like, well, I have a feeling since that last movie was received so poorly that they just kind of want a, a blank slate. Mm-hmm. But I would hope that they would make him Sinestro because he that totally worked. I mean, it's going to be like enough time has passed in between these movies that maybe kids that were like four when they saw the first one are going to mm-hmm. be like all nostalgic for him you know, like when it finally comes out. Maybe not four, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, who else would have enjoyed it? Basically, yeah. It's like, it's like and, pixels. Like, if all right, if you go in and you're a kid, right? Because we, because I read this film review written by a child, and he's like, "Pixels, if you like video games and humor, you will love this movie." And I thought, oh, it's a kids movie, perfect. Yeah, that's why I'm going to see it. Yeah, I love the idea of killer video games. It's awesome. I mean, I love that short that was on YouTube. Right. Super cool. Mm-hmm. No, so, word, no words and or Adam Sandler in that one. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So now here's the question, though. Green Lancer Corps, who is the bad guy? Oh, wait. Who do they fight? Who do they fight? Yeah. I mean, do they? Do you just do you make it confusing and have them fight Red Lanterns? I mean, hopefully we're not fighting a big yellow cloud this time. I mean, it's got to be Black Hand, right? 
I mean, why not? Have them kill everybody off. And or bring back a bunch of dead dudes. Or have the first movie, uh, first or second movie where he kills off a bunch of dudes and then second movie brings them all back as bad guys. I mean, do you start as the movie... I mean, you could do G.I. Joe 2. G.I. Joe 2 kills all the Joes in the beginning right. until there's only like five of them left and then they've got to save the day by themselves. So I guess Green Lantern Corps, you could have like most of them get killed while like a couple of them are on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so then the last one's got to do it or maybe maybe that's how they recruit Kayla Rayner. Bring him, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Like they're like, yo, all the aliens have all the alien lanterns have been like killed off by the uh, black lanterns and they're like, oh god, I guess we'll ask the earthlings if they can help us out. That's true. Fill out the core. Yeah, so so like Hal Jordan's the only one and it's Carl Urban because he's more veteran and he's like I and they're like dude you get here's like a handful of rings just start putting them on people <laughs> and so he goes there and he trains all the rest of them mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like beachhead in the rawhides I hope not I sincerely hope not but yes I understand what you mean so he gets to Kyle Rayner and you just see like him from behind and he's staring like at a, a bloody refrigerator and they're like do you want to be a lantern he's like oh thank god yes <laughs> yes like, can you get me out of this murder charge? Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, no, he, yeah, he so should, I don't, I don't, he should I don't ride know. that. He should ride that fridge into outer space. <laughs> yeah. Or there should be an explosion, and he should make a green fridge around himself. Because that's the thing. I mean, if it's going to be Green Lantern Corps, you can't just have him fight one gigantic menace because it's kind of a waste of their talents. Black Hand is perfect because he brings back a bunch of old dead dudes and superheroes. I mean, they could do it, like, if you died in another superhero movie, he's, like, Zod, he's going to bring you back. That's so we're talking, like, turn. we're talking Blackest Night? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Comic arc? I mean... Absolutely. I guess in that case, maybe a bunch of lanterns get killed in the beginning of the movie. They try and repopulate the lanterns, and then at the end, it's Blackest Night, and they're all zombified coming back. Yeah. Because that mm. would be the ultimate test, you know? Like, all the old dudes that were supposedly, like, all tough die, yeah. and then they come back, and you have to actually defeat them. And they're all trash talking. You're like, you're not a lantern. Yeah. I never would have let you join the Corps. <laughs> uh, it's not true. Show uh. <laughs> William Scott. Make a joke about dead people. Yeah. Okay. Man, Establish dominance. All... Establish dominance. Yeah. They're all a bunch of stiff blurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. All right. So, I, so, yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, those are the. I would love for you guys to get on the Facebook page and tell us who your lanterns would be, mm. um, or how many you would do and stuff like that. Or you know, if you're really feeling frisky, you can cast some of the aliens. Why not? Or at least tell us who who they should all fight against. Like, do we really need uh, Kilowog be? Well, I guess Kilowog would have to be different because didn't the guy who voice acted him die? I mean, I have no idea, but probably. I mean, it's, that that kind of stuff happens. Well, there's two dudes that did all. Uh, there was, um, God, I'm terrible at names these days. I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> who was the guy who played Kingpin in the Daredevil Ben Affleck movie? Ah, oh, yes, he's dead. Right, dead. Now, did he either he did Kilowog's voice or Kevin Michael Richardson, who does everyone's voice now. That's probably did him. that voice. I don't know, dude. Sorry. No, I think Michael Clark Duncan was already toast when that came out unless they recorded it like years ago it was either that or well i mean this was 2011 but i mean either that i mean kevin michael richardson does like every voice he does shredder now he Mm -hmm. did panthro like he does all any any cartoon character that's got to be like a big deep voice he just they just call him on for everything that's that's the voice acting world in a nutshell 
I am jealous. I wish I had that job. Yeah, that's. I think so does every actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. I want to be paid a lot of money to sit in a booth, please. and talk my normal voice. Yeah. Because that's what we're looking for. Yeah. And yeah. then go on camera in a documentary later and be like, uh, all intellectual about it. You can tell we're totally jealous. <laughs> yes, very jealous. Very jealous. Dude, Panther, awesome. So, what else you got? Anything? I've just been in pain the last week, man. It's been tough. Oh, uh, although I'll tell you, I've been watching um, with my son. I've been watching the Moomins. Do you know? Do you know the Moomins? Oh yeah, yeah. Like the didn't we see them in Finland? Is that yes. where they originated from? Yes, they're like the, the Winnie little the Pooh, cow people. The Winnie the Pooh of Finland. <laughs> yeah, they look they look like hippos. Although the the, uh, the creators said like. Like Hello Kitty too, I said this too. Like they're like, no, they're just magical creatures. You can't pin them down to any animal, but they're clearly hippos. It's very clear. Yeah. Uh, it's actually a really good show. It's ep- it's episodic, but it's uh, serial. So there's like one one story arc that'll go like three episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's voiced by all my favorite uh, '90s Canadian voice actors. Ah. Yeah. So everybody that I thought did a great job in uh, projects like Dominion Tank Police. They mm. totally just like hopped right on over to the Moomins. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm watching Transformers Generation One with my kid. Mm-hmm. Loves Optimus Prime. Cool. Loves Starscream. Good. I mean, how can you not? And then, like, it, he's he's good enough now. He can name Prime, Bumblebee, Omega Supreme, because obviously the Whoa. biggest guy is the coolest. Right. Um. Insecticons, Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave, and Rumble, and Ravage and Laserbeak. That's pretty good. That's all you need to know, really. Are you all? <laughs> and like, of course, the Dinobots. Are, are you all Asian dad on him? Like, no, it's not Rumble. It's Ravage. What are you doing? Oh, no, no some, sometimes if there's a big conversation, I'll just kind of name them off a little bit. Ah. Be like, oh, it's it's Ironhide, <laughs> Cliffjumper. <laughs> oh, and like whenever we get to the commercial, I fast forward, but I always ask him like, who do you think's gonna win? Oh man, Devastator. Or whatever the fuck the aerial bots transform into. <laughs> that was the one problem. Like the Transformers, Generation One, they were so good, and then like after a certain amount of Autobots were made, they just ran out of recognizable forms. Yep. They're like, all right, here's the Stunticons. They all look the same. Hey, my name's Shithead. Okay, whatever. They all just started <laughs> looking the same, and then they they got Combiner crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the reason why Devastator was so cool is because he was the only one. That transformed into a big guy. Right. All of a sudden they're like, Bruticus, Metasaur. Oh, here's one. Computron. Yeah. Like, like the good guys at the worst combiner <laughs> names. Computron? Are you serious? I can't root for Computron. Sorry, dude. Yeah. I mean, Metasaur was cool. I mean, Bruticus was cool. Computron? But uh. then, I, well, like I said, at some point, they, you know, and then you had the Predaking. Um,. You just had too many. All of a sudden, everyone turns into big guys, and it's like all the other guys are like, well, what the hell do we do now? Nothing. You step Nothing. out of the way, and you, like, I don't know, go take a bath. Wait for it to be over. Yeah. So, um, I, so I, yeah, uh, we're, we, like, season one was amazing. Then season two, they had to introduce more guys, but mm-hmm. it's still Prime versus Megatron on Earth, so it's still pretty good. Right, and then season three takes place after the movie, right? Yes, and season three, it's like the first five episodes are great. Five, it's like a it's a five part series, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's it it falls off real fast. It's strange. It's like a lot of strange episodes. Galvatron is like crazy, and they all the Decepticons yeah. are holed up in like the the space ghetto. 
where it's I mean, like the air is kind of tough. It's cool because they do a lot of um, Cybertron episodes. Mm-hmm. Like Earth has been tapped out for episodes. It's good that they went to Cybertron now. And there's so much Cybertronian lore and history. Mm. Like wherever they, they – all you have to do is just go down a couple floors and they're like, shit, no one's been down here for a while. Whoa. <laughs> you know, and they're like – and there's all this history about the planet and stuff. That was cool. But it's just – at that point, you're just like there's no effing way the Autobots – are holding this planet when they all they've got is Rodimus and Cup and RC and Blur. <laughs> right. That's it. That's all they got. And and then you're just like, and of course, the biggest travesty of all time is like the only old Autobot that survived Transformers the movie was Jazz. The, no, well, well, I mean, yes, he did. But I was just saying, like the freaking microscope. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's the only one. It's, Perceptor's really the only one that survived that had a role in the series afterwards. Right. The microscope survived. All these other badasses that have been through millions of wars all just get murdered fast. But the microscope lived. I mean, at least they got a scout. I mean, if you don't have like a scout, somebody who's like who's going to point at the computer and be like, the Decepticons are on their way, uh, then I think like you're just going to get caught with your pants down every time. Yeah, I mean, some of those episodes aren't bad. Like, it was the Quintessons featured into it now and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, they totally rewrote their lore. Like, <laughs> the Quintessons were, were just these, this weird-ass squid thing on this crazy backwater planet that had played heavy metal music. Right. And then in season three, like, oh, actually, they created the Autobots. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes that was kind of cool, and sometimes it was bad. Yeah. So, well, there was anyways. The one, there was a one episode where they, like, they go to this planet where like there's like autobots in like a salt mine and there's this thing called like chaos there's this big ass monster and they get a bunch of like nameless faceless autobots recruited into their army at the very end yeah i mean and then like the season three after prime comes back they become the head changers or whatever yes and that was just terrible. And again, like I said, they really like they you really they really ran out of recognizable faces. Like if you saw Soundwave's face anywhere, you're like that's Soundwave. Yeah. If you saw you know like Prowl or Jazz, you know Bumblebee, there's all these that kind of faces. And after a while, they just said just make a rectangle, put some eyes on it, <laughs> paint it orange and white, and mm-hmm. you know call them you know Toiletron. <laughs> hey, I'm Toiletron. I'm I'm one fifth of the who gives a shit cons, <laughs> and we, you know, oh, we got wait, form, wait, wait, wait. form flushinator. We, yeah, we got we got handle handle handleator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got and we got one guy's like I'll form the botch. We got yeah. We got plungicus. <laughs> you know it's Perceptor in disguise. Yeah. They're like it's you, Perceptor. We know it's you. And then even when the uh, when Japan took it over, like all their guys looked exactly the same too. No offense, Japan. Yeah, whatever. It's it's <laughs> it's so bad. It's you ever good. noticed Japanese Transformers all look the same? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so awful. It's good. Friend friend of mine, Alex, uh, sold um, the UK dub of like season four and five and so on and so on, and they're yeah. just shameless. Like you thought, you thought maybe that Americans could be shameless about like selling toys and just getting rid of like old plot lines and retconning stuff. Nobody out, uh, out, unshamed. Out, out, uh, where where oh. is he going? With that so Japan is king about just like goodbye you and now here buy this toy. Oh, I mean, yeah, I try. I, I watched maybe half the episodes, and they're like, all right, Prime, uh, you're dead. 
Yeah. Galvatron. Yo, Galvatron. We buried him in ice. He's dead. Soundwave, you're dead. Now we got new Soundwave. Now, uh, you know, Blaster, you're dead. Um, then, like, freaking Hot Rod and Cup and Blur, they're like, hey, we're going to go explore the galaxy. Bye. Yeah, they're like, well, they're, they're, oh, I think somebody's just off camera. It's like, what happened to uh, Hot Rod? It's like, he's gone off on a secret mission in space. No, no, they showed it. They showed it. It's oh. like a 30-second thing. Him, Springer, <laughs> and Blur... Like, like, Hot Rod's like, I need to just go explore. And then Springer and Blur are like, yes, we'll go with you. And he's like, okay. And RC's like, me too. And he goes, no chicks allowed. And, like, shoves her in the face. <laughs> Dang. And they, just, and they just leave. And they're like, oh, no, who's going to lead? Uh, here's all the new guys. Six yeah. shot. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. So. No, but it's been fun watching them with that. That's good. Are you going to watch the weird Japanese UK dubbed season no. four with them? No. No. Many, uh, in many fact. Whatever's. In fact, we're probably not even going to watch season three. Like, yeah. We're still on season two. We're still on like the, the triple changers and stuff, like Astro Train and Blitzwig. So. <laughs> Did you know Astro Train conveniently is about the same size and shape as um, something you might put inside your body? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, there was a girl we knew in college. And uh, let's just say she took a trip to, see, to meet somebody that she met on the internet out in Illinois. When she came back, she's like, Astrotrain caught him. Oh, my God. So, there, it's not a triple changer. It's a quadruple changer. <laughs> we were all kind of wondering, like, which form did it go in? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we are like, was it the tank? Please tell us. He, he tried the tank. He well, Blitz, the tank. Blitz, Blitzwing it was the tank and the jet, and Astrotrain was the space shuttle and the train. Um, so, yeah. the hard train. to say there. Choo-choo. The pain train <laughs> taking you to pound town <laughs> yeah. oh man so no, no now that it's been 10 years since college i'm like i kind of wonder what happened to everybody involved in those stories <laughs> mm, yes i'm like that now too with uh college like i keep in track uh, in touch with most of them on like facebook and stuff yeah. and uh I've always wanted to just get a camera and do like a documentary and just fly to all their houses and have them recap all of our stories that we did. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, do a little Ken Burn effect with some of the uh, old pictures we took during the day and just see, just take everyone's account of a certain story and just push it all together and see what we got. Because right. I mean, we had some pretty epic crap mm -hmm. back in the day. So, well, give us, give us a little flavor. Give us at least one. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I know, like, I could turn this into a good episode, but I would need to really kind of compose my thoughts. Okay, all right. Well, if, Maniacs, if you want to hear an epic college story, let us know on Facebook. Well, I can tell you, I'll, I'll just give you this. This is, the, this is not an epic one, but it's just one that comes into mind because we, we enjoyed being dicks in college. Right. And so like we had do. this. Yes, like you do. So um, we just basically had this thing called the shower tally. <laughs> and so every time people would walk into our suite room, into our into our dorm room, we just grab them and throw them in the shower and turn the shower on. God. Didn't matter. Mostly girls, but uh, <laughs> some some scrawny guys too. Mm -hmm. Like they'd be on the way to their class, dress them to go to a party, toss them in the shower, turn it on. And Dang. they hated us for it, but they loved us so much because we were the most popular people in the dorm that mm -hmm. they kept coming back. And so every, and we had this piece of paper on the outside in in the hallway for our shower tally. And every time someone got thrown in, we just put a little notch on the uh, on the on the tally. And when we threw in our hundredth person, we had a party. Oh God! <laughs> we, we threw it in. We're like, "You're a hundredth person, Craig." Now we're gonna, and we had like pizza and beer and stuff. <laughs> so, 
There was, right. Sometimes we'd be like, yo, just call call this person and tell them we're going to play <laughs> NHL on the PlayStation, original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, come over, like, all right, dudes. And we'll throw them in the shower. <laughs> you guys are dicks. I thought we were going to play hockey. <laughs> we are going to play hockey. Come back when you're dry. Oh, man. So, like, but it was dude. funny. I look back on that now. I was like, man, that's such a dick movie. Threw so many people in the shower over and over again. <laughs> Just all the time, and then, and like I said, we got the triple digits. So I mean, how many? What was the official count? I mean, did you stop at a hundred? Yeah, no, we got to like a hundred twenty something, uh-huh. and then we finally got like suspended for it. <laughs> <laughs> you throw the wrong person in, you throw the resident advisor mm-hmm. in, and then all the fun goes out. <laughs> we also got in trouble because the first weekend in school, we went to this party, and this one guy's girlfriend made a made two lasagnas. Ooh. And we ate we ate one lasagna, and then afterwards there was another full lasagna in the pan. And she's like, "Just take it back to your dorm room, eat the lasagna, give me the back the pan." So we brought it in and just set it down on this table. And that was like the first weekend, so it's like August thirty first, you uh-huh. know, maybe like early September. And then uh, we left it there past Thanksgiving. <laughs> Never touched it. Never touched it. It got so gross and so smelly, people started reacting like, what the hell is that? Like, it was, like, green and black. Oh, you know, my like, God. Colors not associated with lasagna. No, mold. And so people got so, they were, like, like they were coming to our door and, like, yo, what is that? I was, like, it's going to cost you a dollar to find out. <laughs> and I made, like, seven bucks charging a dollar admission. I made, like, seven dollars where people Damn. came in just to step right up, look at this, and tell me what you think it used to be. <laughs> Place your beds. <laughs> Unfortunately, we went home on Thanksgiving, oh, and the uh, resident director found it, and, and we all got written up. <laughs> so uh, I guess we violated some kind of health code. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. The custodian <laughs> was afraid to come in our dorm. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And she thought it moved. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, man. Good for her. Well, we had a woman in my dorm, which was, um, she's like, if there's pee in the in the toilets, I'm not cleaning it. She's like, oh. you, she's like, you bastards can learn how to flush, and and it would just stink forever. Oh man, we had, <laughs> the pee that's no problem. We had like a poop that wouldn't go down. <laughs> we're talking like it was like the size of a dude's forearm, uh. and we're like, it's like, oh, man, it's like, what are you gonna do? So we probably flushed like a hundred <laughs> times. It just wouldn't go down, and no one wanted to touch it. You know, like not even with like a, someone was like, yo, let's just take that music nerds drumstick from across the hall and just jab 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 at it and then we're like no i don't even want to do that so we just left it oh man <laughs> just, you know, i was like i'm just gonna go poop at the english hall when i go to the class <laughs> so and then finally finally we had this this cleaner his name was uh jose oh, we no. love the guy we love the guy because we used to watch jerry springer all the time and we bought the jerry springer too hot for television vhs tape mm-hmm and so we're like, Jose, come on in, dude. We're watching Springer, you know, like the unedited naked version and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'd always come in. He, he he could only speak two words. He could speak. He'd say, cleaner, because he was the cleaner. Mm-hmm. And then you would say, hi. And then he'd watch Cherry Springer 2 after television with us. He'd be like, oh. <laughs> but he came in and he saw that gigantic poop. And he was like, I don't know. He said like a lot of stuff in a different language. And he walked out. <laughs> so I think, sure. we, I think we scared him. Oh, God. Jose's like fucking American boys. What are you doing? Making everybody yeah. look bad. He's like, you may think this is funny now, but you're racking up thousands and dollars of financial aid debt. 
the joke's on you. <laughs> You're going to be paying it back for years. Oh, and man. That's right. Hey, good on you for going to college in uh, the 90s as opposed to now where it's like 10 times as expensive. Oh, I'm still paying back my college loans. So. Oh, well, uh, there you go. That was 90s slash 2000s, Chad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on uh, now. Oh. oh, yeah. So, um, no, I still got it because I was like, all right, give me like, like one of those loans where I don't have to pay it off right now. Oh. <laughs> but like the in- but like because I don't have any money, but just let the interest build and make it so I can never pay it off. Wow, that sounds that sounds awesome. Sincerely, twenty-two year old me. Oh. And they're like they're like yes, sir. Sign right here. Yep. May poke your finger with the the quill pen. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'll just sign Actually, it anyway. I, I think I, I think the person who I signed it with, I think it was like I was like down under the water, and it was like a big black octopus with like a white wig. <laughs> <laughs> and after I signed it, I had to like sing for a while, and mm-hmm. I stole the voice. So that's why I sound like I do now. Yep, it's bad. Ursula was she uh, was she taped together? Is that what you're saying with the with the wig? What was she taped uh, together? Yeah, did she was she squeezing her uh, her her chest tissue together to make a little something to fill out hey, the dress? What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. You always take it and make it too weird, dude. What? No, I'm just saying. Oh, I was like, wig. I was like, oh, wait a second. I could totally see somebody doing like a drag act to poor unfortunate souls. I could oh, see Oh, for it. sure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right, man. I don't got much because uh, it's been a slow week this summer. I've just been watching. <laughs> I got my whole scheduled out day, and it ends with me doing the laundry. And that's what I'm going to do right now. Well, let me plug my book then. Um, first of all, you can go to my website, coolsuperawesome.com, mm. to check out all the finest books. But I did write one called Secret Patrol. It's about a group of fifth graders. They're pretty awesome. Solving mysteries, saving the day, fighting bullies, fighting the good fight. Cool. Um, and they don't die because they're fifth graders. But Spoiler. if you remember what fifth grader was like, if you remember what being in fifth grade was like, I think you would enjoy it. Or if you have like a little nephew or niece, you should totally buy it for them. You can go to my website or you can just get on Amazon. It's like $1.99 for the ebook. Cool. It's cheap, dudes, because I worked on it for years. <laughs> years. <laughs> but so far, a lot of kids have liked it. Cool. So we tested it out in some elementary school classrooms and the kids were really into it. So get it on now before I get famous and jack up the prices. Well, I think every little bit goes to uh, help pay off those student loans. Yes, it does. Actually, I make no money on these books. Oh, man. I make no money. I'm still in the right. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, I've never made no money. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I've sold copies, but I put the price as low as possible, so I don't make any. Uh, sure. You know, I make like 30 cents every time someone buys a book. Right, because nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to impulse buy a $10 yeah. book. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. And, you know, I'm not famous, so I just, I just want to get the word out there. I mean, I even, I even gave away the book for free for a while. You know, dude, you know what you should do? So. What? You should you should make a pen name that's like a misspelling of like a famous author's name. Like you should be like J.J. Rowling or, <laughs> or George R.K. Martin or like Amanda Bynes. Yes. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf with four O's. How yes. I like to spell it when we're on Facebook. Uh, R.J. Stein. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh, that's Steve, a good idea. Steve, Stephen Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I like it yeah dude and people would just magically discover you what if I just put not in front of it then I could just say <laughs> written by not Stephen King 
Yeah. But it would still show up in the in the right next to Stephen King for under K for his last name. Mm. Like Stephen King, not Stephen King. Oh, that sounds like a trick that Stephen King would actually play. It's his new pen name because no one would think he would actually write under not Stephen King. Boom, buy it. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. No refunds. Or use a famous person's identity that cannot be proven, like Banksy. Like tell everybody that you're Banksy and Mm. they'll buy your stuff for thousands and thousands of dollars. It's true. Telling you because nobody could tell whether it's him or not. People like art critics would be like, "Well, let's take a look at the art and see if it's a similar style." But he's never written like a kids book before, so it could be anybody. I like your style. See, that's the problem. It's like I I would hope that my books are good enough that eventually I become famous. But the problem is these days you have to be famous before you can write books. Mm. It's a catch twenty two. Because if you're famous, Snooky has published books, right? Snooki from the Jersey Shore, who uh, most people have probably already forgotten who she is. Yes. But it's like athletes are like, they sign their names to books all the time. Celebrities, you know, like the, the freaking people from MTV's, the reality show, The Hills, mm-hmm. the Playboy bunnies have, have written books and stuff like that. I mean, if you're famous, they throw book deals at you. So I, I kind of feel like I'm doing this the wrong way. Well, maybe you need to take a, a note out of uh, Wrestling Superstar Virgil's book and just show up places with a table. Yeah. <laughs> Except like, you know, if you show a place with a table, people expect that you're going to try to put somebody into the table, but then it's going to be reversed and you're going into the table. Virgil should show up places just holding a cup, like a street corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it. He's done it. Actually. We never got any Virgil ideas on our Facebook po- our Facebook page this week, so I'm oh. assuming that assuming that segment did not go over that well in our episode. Well, I think Virgil's had enough, you know, dumped on him where people are just like, "Leave Virgil alone, please." No, but I said like we would legitimately hire him to do real things. Yeah, maybe we could get him uh, to do some mini movies. Dress him up like what, a cat. What know? if? What if you hired him for your kid's next birthday party, and tell him to fake crash it, and then you whoop his ass in front of your kid mm. and totally impress him? Like Virgil, you're gonna take a bump through the table. I'm gonna hit you with a present and a cake. <laughs> uh, whatever cake sticks to your face, you can eat afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah just have him have him like crash and be like oh, i'm a big jerk and then you just start like raining holy hell down upon him and impress all your hipster friends hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could see it virgil virgil will uh will will sell for anybody i mean right now yeah, he's man. like backing up hulk hogan i mean yeah just be like i'm gonna give you the rock bottom <laughs> and uh a stinger splash maybe the sharpshooter and be like just yo yo sharpshooter five bucks extra yeah, okay. Understandable, because that could technically hurt. Yeah. It's like, if you do it poorly, it may hurt. Yeah, your lower back, is, you start to feel it. Just telling you, yeah, just be like Ghostbusters 2, start doing kids' birthday parties. I'll tell you, in New York City, uh, Virgil, I'm pretty sure he's a New York City-ite, maybe. Um, birthday parties are like a real thing, so you can really paint yourself as like something, something you know, like large and grandiose, and it's all about marketing, man. Yeah, I'd be like, don't don't tell anyone that you're Virgil. Just come over and just just be a real jerk. And before anyone can call nine one one, I'm just gonna whoop your ass in front of my family and friends, and they're just gonna be so impressed. No way, no, not in this city, dude. No, you start housing Virgil, and people are gonna come out and start screaming, "Hey, hey, Black Lives Matter!" Hey, oh, Vir- Virgil's life matters. <laughs> yeah, Virgil's like, hey, I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, you'd pay him like 50 bucks. Come to my birthday party. Let me whoop on you. I love that. 
We'll I just mean, pretend I, like you don't know what's happening. I see that all the time. I mean, Make-A-Wish kids do that all the time. Like, they house, like, Triple H in the middle of the ring. You know? Let's just do that for, like, 20 bucks at, like, a birthday party. Oh, man. I saw... I put a clip on my personal Facebook page where there was arena football, uh, and they scored a touchdown, and the guy came out and did the yes. Rock's people el- people's elbow. It was so good. And, it, like, it took, like, 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, he went across the imaginary ropes a couple times, <laughs> then slammed the guy, then pinned the guy. Meanwhile, the other team's lining up for the extra point. Like, what oh. the hell? And it was so good. Another guy comes down as the ref and does the three count. It was so perfect. It's like my favorite end zone celebration of all time. I guess, I guess arena football hasn't cracked down yet about those uh, celebrations. Oh, no, no. They encourage it. They're like, please celebrate the shit out of this. Like, no one comes to our games. <laughs> so, please. Wow. Awesome. All right, man. Well, like I said, a couple times in the summer, you're going to get some slow weeks. So, forgiveness, please. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We'll come back with more stuff next week. Oh. And uh, what? But. Jeff, more? Yeah, I, well, no, actually, I still have nothing. But, but um, in addition to this, to this week of not having much, uh, we're releasing on this very day, if you've made it this far, Maniacs, you probably have not, uh, we're releasing our fourth episode of the Jumpman Side Quest. And in it, I think it's the most interesting 45 minutes that I've ever been on this podcast where I interview an Emmy Award-winning TV writer who wrote specifically for My Little Pony, Ultimate Spider-Man, Avengers Assemble, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And I ask him the questions that you want to hear. And when he says you, he means me, because I submitted like 15 questions. Yes, and I read them verbatim. And I even yes. read the, and even read the part in the bottom where you were like, and he can he doesn't have to be super specific, and you can edit it together, blah blah blah. Nice. Yes. Did he answer my questions? He did. Oh man, I can't wait to hear he this. He did. He did. So why did we, we even do a podcast this week? <laughs> we should have just ran that one. <laughs> we should just delete this one. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'd rather hear that one. So we're gonna go listen to that one. Um, thank you so much for listening to this, uh, Maniacs. Uh, maybe you're washing dishes and you just needed somebody to, like, you know, fill up your apartments and, like, you know, be with you while you're we're doing good, tasks. We're good music. Yeah, we're good music to bang to, uh, to be in a traffic jam, <laughs> listen to, exactly. you know, to, to run with. Um, you yeah. know, and plus, if you're a Green Lantern fan, you probably liked the way we kicked off this episode. It's true, dude. And uh, you got to hear about the time that Eric pooped out an armful of turd. Oh, I never said it was me. Uh-huh. In fact, we never established who did it. <laughs> I thought it was my roommate, Adam. Uh-huh. But he was, like, new at the time. Mm. And so he was like, I didn't do it. It was probably sweaty and because uh, we had a guy named Sweaty. And so we never solved who took it. So eventually we blamed it on the cleaner and we called it a Jose shit. <laughs> So like to this day, no one has copped to it, and I like 100% guarantee I didn't do it. Like I was impressed, I would have bragged about it, hmm. but it wasn't me. So yeah, we call it the Jose shit to this day. Wow, <clears throat> sounds like a tangled poop. Okay, so yeah. uh, you can listen to this episode and the uh, side quest uh, episode four, where I interview Ed Valentine. Uh, on you can uh, check us out on jumpmanpodcast.com over on our facebook page i can't give the maniac of the week because i have everything closed because i was trying to stream and yada 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 uh but thanks uh, thanks to i think you're all employee of the month this week how's that you're amazing anyone that anyone that gives me a good review on amazon is my favorite (laughs) i would say maniac of the week if i had to pick somebody we had to go to joe cam from the SML podcast for replying quite handily on Twitter saying, thank goodness more people are not dumping on Adam Sandler's uh, movie right now because the, the internet hate pot is stirring 
in Pixel's direction. Anyways, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Uh, we're on RetroWareTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. And if you were keeping score at home, last week uh, I was just having some issues because with Retroware TV because they're rolling over the site and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, the next one will be up. Not a problem. Cool. All right. We will see you next week. All right. Peace. Jump now. Engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.